need to say what? this. For the, are you recording, Dom? Oh, you are. What, um, what episode is this? Three? Yeah. No. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's three. Yeah, it is. Hello, welcome to Inside Series 2, Episode 3. Um, I'm Dom Harbin, joined by Scenario, JK, and one of our new panellists, Alex Davies. How are you tonight, Alex? How you doing, mate? You okay? All good? Yeah, all good. Neil, you good? JK? Yeah, good I thing. Say, I was about to say, why does Alex get the, are you all right? And we get the, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. he doesn't care. Welcome. He's, no welcome. He's no longer a guest. He doesn't just get the blow. Get <laughs> fact. Right. Obviously, we'll start with the breaking news. Um, fans coming back into stadiums. What, what What's uh, everyone thinking? Actually, what's everyone's tiers? Where are you, like, I think you're on a tier three now, aren't you? Uh, <clears throat> no, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't looked, to be honest with you. <laughs> you're, asking, you're asking me a very technical question there. That ain't going to go well. No. <laughs> I, and where are you thinking anyway? Because I'm not in Hereford anymore. Yeah, but yeah, you're in Gloucester, don't you? Well, <clears throat> you, basically, what he's saying is he doesn't know, he hasn't checked, and he won't ever know. Can't I'll tell you, I'm in t- we're in tier three up in West Yorkshire. I was going to say, the North hasn't really come out of tier three, has it? No. Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool has, dropped the tier two, didn't Yeah, I've got some family there today. I'm quite happy with that result. But yeah, yeah I mean, I've, yeah, I'm a tier two, so well, it's not bad. Tier as well. so, I'm, still, I'm still getting back in the gym, so I'm happy. Yeah, that's a weird one, that though, isn't it? Tier two, but then gyms and all that are all opening. Yeah, that's because well, they don't want Hask going down with the frigging tank again. <laughs> <laughs> You'll end up frigging getting a live challenger too and just start to bash it down doors, mate. And you know, you know, the uh brand grenade. I used to work with their head of brand at my old job, yeah. Oh, excellent, really? yeah. Just, yeah, I know. Look how far he's gone and look where I am now. He'll <laughs> <laughs> catch up one day, Tommy. He'll catch up one day. Oh no, right. Last week's fixtures, Premiership Friday. Harlequins three, Exeter 33. We're expecting that. that. Yeah. yeah. I think Exeter is just going to start off where they meet, start off where they left. They're, yeah. just, they're just going to go rampant. And there's not, the, the, to be honest, we've had two weeks off, so there's not much of a role yeah. they would have. So I think like, they'll just, just like keep carrying them rolling. Yeah, and I think with them, it's, they haven't lost that many to the England camp. It's literally, no. it was a massive shock, but they've lost the yeah. Their main team is still there. Where you've got all the other teams have lost players to, to England, they, they mm. haven't. So they're just going to run rampant for the first three, four weeks. Yeah, yeah. I reckon they will as well. Do you think that's yeah. a foregone conclusion, Alex? Do you think that's, do you think they're literally <clears> just going to this season? And do you think there is any good dark horses out there? Or do you think. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't reckon it's a foregone conclusion, but you're going to have to perform. Pretty well, yeah. I think you need a uh, need a pack to match them. Yeah, they're just I think, I think so so relentless. The way they're going, was will match them this year because they, I think that they, they, they only fell to in the in the finals due to this whole COVID malarkey going on. Yeah, and prep. I think wasps will probably be up there. Bath when they actually start getting somewhere. Bristol. Right. Yeah, I think I think Bath probably one of the packs that would match them you know the, the strength and depth there with like Ben Urbano Will Stewart Tom Dunn yeah and then the back, back row with Underhill you know Terry Falatau you've got Zach Mercer like it yeah pretty and then Charlie Alls in the second yeah. row Stuka, it's a pretty big pack and agile and mobile you know and there's 
people mm. like Matt Williams, Tom Ellis, not mentioned, but Lewis Boyce, Henry Thomas, there's loads. I think I think Bath did. I actually thought Bath would beat them at Sandy Park. I thought they'd actually turn the corner post lockdown, yeah. and I thought they were they were yeah they were really going to do it. Maybe that was just me. No, we all believed. We all believed, Alex. Oh, yeah, Can't believe. Put money on that one. Put money yeah. on that one. Wasn't so, it? Yeah. Sale at Northampton. Yeah. 30, well, Sale 32, Northampton 23. Northampton sort of, they sort of lost it after coming back from uh, from the lockdown period, didn't they? Just didn't seem to get firing again. Yeah. But, but that, sale, to be fair. They had a great start before, and then before <clears> lockdown, they were on fire. All the young, all the young guns at Dingwall, Grayson, they were really going for it, and I was really excited by it. Um, but then it just, I just don't know what happened, but obviously post lockdown, it went the other way. Because if you look at Wasps, that went the other way for them because they were pretty poor before lockdown. But then, I think so. Were unlucky at the end of the season as well. Obviously, again, COVID situations. And I think they post COVID, they really came into the round. They started really showing some grit and really showing what their their backline could really do. So I thought it was a closer game than I expected. Mm. I thought. I thought um, Sale would absolutely dig them because they actually have got a pretty good defence. But yeah, I like I like Sale. I think they're quite niggly. I really I really do enjoy it. I do you know if you're going up there, or every you know even if they come to you, it's just going to be a battle. I quite like them. I quite like Sale. Oh, it's yeah, bit of a sore point. Bar twelve, Newcastle at nineteen. Obviously. That was the biggest shot. Biggest yeah, shot. I know. Mm. Fresh back into the Premiership and they go and give mm. the dick in. Yeah. I'll, I, let you, I'll, let you, I'll let you and uh, Dom and Alex actually talk about that one while I see mm. and laugh. <laughs> I, was pretty, I was pretty shocked as well. Um, as I'm sure, you know, most people were. But uh, mm. I think there's a lot of... I think they did miss the England boys there. Yeah. So, you know, I think Dunny has such a big impact He's just, you know, so industrious and relentless. I think <coughs> he has a big impact when he's not there. Um, obviously, Benno, Will Stewart, I said, you know, a star in front row for England, as, you know, as well as Bath. So, yeah. But um, I, even still, I still thought they had, they've definitely got enough power there. To, yeah, um, definitely. And to be fair, watching one. it, I did, I did think we were going to pull it through towards the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I always never felt we were out of the game, but, you know, fair deuce Newcastle. Obviously, have a bit more hungry on the day. Yeah. Now, this is a bit of a weird one. Leicester, obviously, not a fantastic season. Gloucester um, yeah. seemingly on the up towards the end of last season. Yeah, beating Gloucester 38 points to 15 nil. I that take you didn't watch the game because you don't subscribe to mainstream media. <laughs> no. No, to be honest... Um, I was shocked by the result. I expected us to win that. But once again, we're missing a couple of players for England, you know, playing for England on the weekend as well. So, I mean, I'm loving, I'm absolutely loving where Gloucester are. For the first time in my life, I mean, I've always been a Gloucester fan, but first time in my life, I'm excited about what what could happen next season. Not necessarily this season, but the season after. Because I don't think there's many back lines that can match ours at the moment in the Premiership. The forwards so, might be an issue. Not an issue. We've got some really strong forwards. We've got friend of the show, Lewis Ludlow, who's now Gloucester Club captain, which is fantastic. And, I, you know, yeah. he deserves that. Um, but I just think we need something to... The backs seem really dangerous, especially with Sips in, in 10. 
doing what he does. Um, and, you know, we've got that Louis Rees-Samit, absolutely rapid. Um, obviously, you know, we've got Johnny May as well now. You know, it's just, I think if we can have some bit absolute grunt in the forwards to match that, I think, and I've said this, like, not jokingly, I believe that in the next couple of seasons, Gloucester will be top three, um, if not even challenging for, for it. And I'll stand by that. Like, I've seen a lot of a lot of their games in the last season and, and to see the the new young setup they've got there with given to the you know management and who he's brought in as well. Um I'm excited I'm excited to see how far they can go. But yeah, obviously not a great result on, on the weekend, but I don't know about you boys, but I, I don't think there's many bat lines, you know, with this No the... I I'd agree, but I also worry when Cipriani isn't playing. Mm. Not because the other guy can't step up yeah. but he you know he clearly runs the attack and the bats there and when he got injured I think it was last year for like eight weeks was it he got injured yeah, yeah. then they, they lost the majority of games he was out so he's a really crucial part so I think when he's you know humming which you know a lot of times he is he's a fantastic player yeah and if he stays fit and plays then I think they'll have a great chance here Mm-hmm. How many more years do we think Sips has got at the uh, top of his game? Well, how old is he now? 33, 34? No, no he's younger think... than me, I think. Or maybe, maybe a couple of years younger than me. I think he's younger than that. But I, I, he's, he's at his peak now, I think, ultimately. I think mm. I, I, I met Eddie Jones at England. And I've probably mentioned this countless times. England, at Gloucester, sorry. Watching Gloucester play. And I cheekily said to him, so who are you here to watch? And he said, anyone that plays well. And I said, even Sips. <laughs> And he smiled at me and said, even you, big boy. He said, I'm here to watch anyone that plays well. <laughs> and, and literally, um, I was just, I don't know what it is. What, what do you think is keeping him out of the England side? What, what in your opinion? Um, probably the same as Marcus and like the likes of Freddie Burns. Mm. Really, really good X-Factor individual players. Yeah. That's not to say they're not good team players, but they've got that X factor individually. Um, yeah. And just going off who Eddie picks at 10, um, he likes, well, I'm assuming they're all like, oh, yeah, I'm assuming he likes someone that he knows what he's going to get mm-hmm. from them. So doesn't matter, he doesn't care for the flashy stuff, it looks like. You know, you look at um, Farrell and Ford. You know what you're going to get every week. You know Farrell's yeah. going to make every make every tackle. He's going to be in your face. You know, he's combative. He gets the attack going. Great kicking game. Good high percentage goal kicking. And Ford is, is very similar. Obviously not as um, physical, but knows the game. Knows how to play it. Um, great basics. Yeah. Um, and I just think he just, yeah, like... I just think they're not his, his style of tens. And that's why I was a little bit surprised Joe Simmons didn't get in because I feel mm, he's yeah. in a similar category to Farrell and, For- Farrell and Ford. Because mm-hmm. you know what you're going to get. Good kicking percentage, good kicking game. He'll attack the line, good defence. Yeah. So I think he's probably more higher up the pecking order. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as Jacob Amonga, uh, Man of Napola yeah. uh, as well. They're all floating around yeah I'm looking um, forward to them two and you know Marcus Smith 
Yeah, in a few years' time, there's going to be a hell of a yeah. battle for the... Uh, Even James jersey. Grayson as well. There's, there's quite yeah, a lot of boys sure. knocking about. Definitely. Yeah, definitely yeah. Worcester 11, London Irish 10. I, I think that's a fair result. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't that... that was I thought it was going to be close, could have gone either way. Um, Can't say I watched it. The team's going to blow out the, <laughs> the um, season this year. <clears throat> so, I think, my personal opinion, the way that they've set up and the way that they've started the season... I think it's those two that are going to be fighting for it at the end of the year. Mm. Um, honestly, I don't think they haven't got. I just there. don't see the strength and depth though. You see, yeah, for, those, for those two one, squads, one injury in a key place, and they're they're knackered. They're gonna they're literally mm. gonna get cricket scores put on them. Well, Sean O'Brien was was out for a little bit, wasn't he? He he coaches uh, down at Rossland Park with me. He does the breakdown there, so um, and he was out for a long time with a hamstring injury. But I think he's just coming back to fitness. I think he might play the weekend. I'm not sure. So. I think he'll have a massive impact, but I think they need probably a bit more depth and senior players to pull them through, I reckon, on the yeah. yeah, definitely. And then uh, finally, for Premiership action, Ross 23, Bristol 20. That was a great game to watch. Sorry. Well, uh, good result. Game good result. Mm. Back and forth, try after try. Harry Randall, even though I'm a Ross fan, what an absolute diamond of a player. He is. Yeah. His lovely brain. He's so fine-tuned and the, and the strength he's got for such a little guy. That try was yeah. amazing. Nonetheless, he, I think he bumped off our hooker. Mm. He, um, he, he was at Hartbury when I was, uh, he was playing for the lead, I think, at the time. And he was just like any, same with Velikot. Velikot was on loan somewhere when I was playing for Leeds, And he would just quick tap, quick tap anywhere. And I spoke to Randall after the game and I was like, look, mate, don't ever change that. Just mm. keep the tempo high because he is so fast. Yeah. So fast. Keep working your basics. You obviously, for a nine, you need passing, kicking game. But mm. he has just got that X factor of speed. He, he's awesome. I, I like him. I think the, the Willis Bassett try was an absolute. Uh, yeah, I saw uh, that. Nice. Wow. Yeah. And then uh, Jack Willis, again, he getting bumped off for the Ireland game and then goes and puts an absolute performance. I know. He gets, he gets mad at the match every time he plays for Wasps. He does. And I can, you can see why, though. He's at every, he's, he has got an engine. And I thought, oh, yeah. when Tom Curry was up and coming, I thought, this guy is something special. And there's not many that yeah. can absolutely match him. And then out comes Jack Willis. And you're like, well. And then, yeah. obviously, we'll, we'll go on to the England game. But he is one that is going to absolutely run rampant at World Cups. He, he has got such... Um, a long reach over as opposed yeah. to like Underhill and Curry who are very different and probably a bit shorter and nuggety but stronger. Mm-hmm. He can go over people and still stay in. It's, um, yeah, it's really he, just he got more turnovers than some teams last year or something. Like that. He did, yeah. <laughs> he did 40, was it 46 turnovers or was it 49 turnovers? And the closest to him was 14 or something stupid. It was, yeah. And you, and you just start going... It's, it, it, that's world class. It's absolutely world class. And there's no going I think I had two in my career. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's like you see a breakdown, you see his face. He's at yeah. every single one. And then it's just, oh, I'll, I'll massively fanboy the guy. I'll high five him. And if he wins his titles, fair play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts on the, like, the coaching staff at Wash? Because they're very like, yeah, you know, you wouldn't. They're quite. 
Un, not unheard of, but you know, a lot of them have come through the championship. Hey? A lot yeah. Of the coaches, uh, it's, yeah, exactly. And when I when I read the scene, I was like, who the who are these guys? Who are they? But obviously, you, you can't really go who are these guys because there's yeah. people out there that um, have been in the, have to start somewhere, and but they've done well. And if you look at what's really training, well. if you look at what's training before this game that they had, they had two days. They had two days of training before the game, which puts which puts the win even better because you're not. Yeah. And I think I, I think he even said it after the game he went. I wanted us to be at ninety percent. We weren't going to be at hundred because we had two days of training. We weren't even at ninety. So for them to have two days training, so whatever they're doing in in there, if they can get them yeah. to hundred percent, Jesus Christ! And I think it's Wasps versus Exeter is going to be an interesting game. I think mm. they're doing wonders, and I think that um, the 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 board at Wasps taking a punt on these relatively unknowns. Yeah. It's a big gamble, but obviously Dai Young had a, a very good innings and he did absolute wonders. And I think they needed to try something different and someone new and not have someone who's well-known in the game. It's funny, isn't it? Because people would say, oh, they're relatively unknown, but they've been around They've been around yeah. for a long time. I think um, mm. Costello was out in, in Munster and I played against Lee Blackett and played against yeah. the teams as well as Costello who brought the forwards I think the forward coach is going to cost or the scrum coach is going to cost Nottingham with him and you know like they've done an awesome job like such an awesome job um, I, think there, I think there would be no egos in that. there wouldn't be any egos allowed there because they're just so no. grounded coming through National League the Championship you know and I think that's probably, probably like what it looks like from the outside that's have a it's really big definitely impact. a mindset change. Yeah, you're right. It's it's definitely giving them a mindset change to go. Look, we're from the championship. We don't give a shit who you are and who you think you are. Because mm. if you give us any more shit, we'll bump you down at the fucking championship. Yeah. So I think that's I think that's kind of the, the take they're probably going in with it. Going, mm. we've been down there, and you will be that down there if you so wish. So give a shit and let's go. Mm. Um, it's speaking volumes. It yeah, really they're is. doing really well. They are doing really well. Really exciting to watch. I know it's definitely. After lockdown, the offloading game just just came into it. it was which they didn't have before lockdown, so it's clearly something that they've tried. But Lee Blackett was, did that when he was at Rotherham. They had a such a offloading game at Rotherham, so it must be a little hmm. style of his, which is pretty cool to see and exciting as well. I like yeah. to see uh, Gopperth just helping uh, the younger boys around the pitch. It's so yeah. nice. They highlighted it a few times on the TV where he's just, you know, he's just tapping on the back, telling them what to do, got a word in their ear. I just yeah. got so much respect for that. I think it's such a great trait. It's good to see, know. isn't it? Yeah. This is what you need from your season, guys. It's like, we're yeah, not leaving anymore. We've been there, we've done that. You guys are coming through. And he knows his, his number is coming up, but he obviously wants his team to carry on doing well. And that's the only way he's going to do it is if he's dictated it. At least then if he comes off, once he's finished and hung up his boots, he can just go... Oh my bit, crack on. Yeah, definitely. Awesome Nations Cup. Yeah. Yes. England Island. Well, we <laughs> held a Dodgers bar during England Island, and I have to say, the sort of the flatness of the game sort of mirrored within the bar. To be honest, well, we weren't, we weren't <laughs> no, exactly jumping off our seats. That was your poor banter, Dom. Neil, Ooh. you didn't even make it on there, pal. So you can shut right up. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, do we, you know, Ireland don't really sort of feel like they, they turned up. Didn't really seem to get out of second gear. 
Yeah, I just don't think we even let them. I, I was going to say, we, we didn't let them. We were in their faces so much, they couldn't. Yeah, we couldn't get I, it. As soon, as soon as 10 I, had the ball, we were there. Yeah. I think they looked like they did struggle Ireland. Um, mm. I was really impressed with Gibson Park uh, the previous game, but I think he was a little bit hassled by England, which negated their attack a little bit. Um, to be honest, it wasn't the most exciting game to watch. I didn't know. Mm. But I was obviously really happy we won. England definitely did what they, you know, what they needed to do to win. A lot of kicking. Um, I think Eddie mentioned to him about the kicking in his um, interview about how much possession Alan liked to have. So he tried to just take that off them or give it them and then pin them in and stuff like that. So it, de- it definitely worked wherever the game plan was. Mm. And that, I think we, we could have nailed. I think we could have nailed them. And who knew Burns was a, an Irish name? Yeah. one when he came on um, but we know that little, that little chip over is always a game plan for Ireland and I think why we didn't see it coming is beyond me mm. every single game Listen, I think it's a game plan of the Burns to be fair you know you see Fred Burns doing that doesn't he he loves that yeah Fred loves the garden he loves it Wales Georgia 18-0 Wales Wales obviously coming off a bit of a uh Tough patch. I I'm think just yeah, win is great for them because they were. I feel, I feel for Wayne Pivot because I actually quite quite like him and I really enjoy the style he brought to Scarlet. I'm just hoping that cup he gives he's given enough time for it to come through. Mm-hmm. Um, so Wales. he's got big shoes to fill, hasn't he? After gaps, yeah, no, definitely, yeah, hundred percent. You know, but yeah, 100%. good to uh, see them back to my Do you think they're? Uh, Kind of up the ante for England. They've always seemed to go a bit extra in the tank for I think they I think they will, yeah. Hundred percent. They always up the ante for England. They will 100%. absolutely there are I don't think I don't I think always hate facing Wales in like a big tournament or anything yeah. like that. Because we can smash New Zealand, but we'll come up against Wales the next week or the week before <laughs> and get absolutely turned inside out. Just because yeah. they not necessarily hate us so much, but the rivalry <laughs> in England and Wales will never go away. In this nation, I don't think they're going to, though. I don't think they've got it in them at the moment. I think they're still going through their transition period and they're, and they're kind of getting to know where they're at in the standings. And an 18 0 against Georgia wasn't exactly blowing anything apart. Obviously, no. Georgia, yeah, they've got a monstrous pack. And yes, Wales, they can match them for that. But the fact that they could only put 18 points on them is, uh, it, I think, it's a big, big telling sign of where they're actually at. Yeah. Yeah. But Fair. we'll see. And then I'm just going to check this in there. Did anyone watch the um, what game was it on Saturday? The Argentina Australia game. Obviously, Argentina yeah. coming off that big upset. There were some massive hits going in that game. I loved it. That's what. So I watched. I, mean, I recorded that and watched that after the Ireland game, and I was so deflated from the England Ireland game. <laughs> but like that was just fast paced. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, it's a really good game. There's one yeah, game I enjoyed. Sorry. One game I actually enjoyed watching was the England-France game, the women's, before the England game. Okay. Absolutely to the death. Oh, really? Oh, it was like last try, wins. It was literally England with the last try in, at the end of the game. And Oh, wow. It was, yeah, for number one, it was literally, I think, in the back of their minds, because obviously England are number one in the world, New Zealand would overtake them if they lost. They made, I think one of the things that they did, I think after 60 minutes, they did full eight 
changes, all eight changes. At I the saw same. that. I think I saw that on social media. Someone put it up. It's like that's a big risk because France were all over them because uh, France's number nine is a right little pain in the backside when, when she gets going. She really is good. But um, yeah, it was it was a great game to watch and getting that final try. Ellie called done. She's obviously a northerner uh, up from up this way. She absolutely running rampant. <laughs> absolutely stunning try. But no, last last right in the corner. Absolutely enjoyed watching that game. England, I think England ladies are really showing their worth. Yeah. They've got a good squad, to be fair. A lot mm. of professional girls as well, which I think um, helps. I think yeah. I think one thing that they've got going good for them is a lot of their their backs and even the back rows kind of swap and change between the sevens as well. So they have gone yeah, and done do, yeah, yeah. running sevens game, which I don't think, if you think about it, would could help some of the England lads. Obviously going and that kind of offload in the tackle kind of game and keeping the ball live kind of side of things. I think that would work quite well. And I think that's what England have done really, really well is most of their back line have played in some way, shape or form in England sevens. And it definitely shows that they keep the ball alive a lot better than the men's do. Um, the rocks and balls are, are reduced and they kick it less. Yeah, they do. And it's absolutely amazing. It's amazing running rugby to watch. Just, uh, just touch on the sevens. Obviously, and I don't want to make this completely Bath centric. Obviously, Bath signing or announcing Alex Gray. Obviously, yeah. London Irish, England Sevens, Atlanta Falcons in the NFL, and then back to the Premiership. What's your uh, what's your thoughts on that? Where's he going to play first um, of all? What do you think? I don't know. I think he could be one one of those hybrid players playing playing in the back and the forwards. I don't know, but he. Mm. We were at Leeds together when he actually left to go to Atlanta and it was such a shock. He kept it under, under wraps because I think he'd been down to London to run a few trials with yeah. the coach when they came over. Um, and it was such a shock when it happened. But he, um, he's a, he was a really dedicated professional when he was at Leeds. Like he, he took his rehab, prehab preparation like, really seriously. Um, so it's good. I mean, it's exciting, actually. I didn't see the signing coming. I knew back um, were a little bit light in the back three just because, like, with Joe, Rory, Anthony, um, you know, moving off to England and back and forward, I knew they were a little bit light. Um, so I, I did I did think they would sign someone, but I didn't see that coming. But it's exciting, I think. Yeah, yeah. they probably slot straight into back road, to be fair. I think that's what our Irish need is they, they need a strong eight. Pick up from that base and strong. Irish. What are you about? JK, it's me that gets the rugby knowledge wrong, not you. Right? <laughs> you roll right on this. That's my Jesus job. Jesus Christ! <laughs> right, we're glossing over that. Sunday, <laughs> Scotland fifteen, oh, France twenty-two. Well, I, I didn't watch the game. If I'm pretty honest, I watched it. I watched it. I thought it was actually a good game. Yeah. yeah a I France, thought it was a good game. Well, that, do they do they still look like that emerging young team? Because I know they're they're. Backs in the Six Nations, obviously, before it will break up, they just look something else. Um, yeah, they are. I think the, the, the Toulouse trait is definitely run through the French team. They are really good. With DuPont at nine, it's just. Yeah, he's I, something. I think he's awesome. Uh, yeah. Unbelievable. They just need to stop the inconsistencies, De France. They just need to be a bit more consistent with their game. But I, think they, I think they are. I think they are changing. I do believe Sean Edwards has, has bumped them up a little bit. I do believe that. Yeah, because consistency can better. I think if they have one bad game, that's going to be two or three bad games in a row that they're going to end up having. So mm, they kind yeah. of need to 
It's when they lose. They've got the ability to do that. <laughs> yeah. It's just the, it's when they lose is the issue. For them. Definitely. Mm. Right. Looking forward to the weekend. Friday night, Newcastle sale. I'm going to go to Newcastle on that one. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Newcastle on a Friday night is not a good place to go. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's going to be um, cold there, isn't it? It will Battle be, but I think Battle I of the North they will be prepared for it. Hey, Battle of the North, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. It'd be What's an interesting your guesser one. On the score, Alex? Hey? What's your guesser on the score? Score? Oh, the exact score, bloody hell. No, well, you know, yeah. everyone's got yeah. have a within number of points, you know, like how you usually would Points different, but like you I reckon it'll be 26 18 to sale. Oof. I. I would probably gone. Oh, I was going to go like within points difference, so I'd say probably sale by sale by ten. I reckon Newcastle within seven. Yeah, yeah. I think sale. Newcastle have something up their sleeve, though. I reckon they'll. I think they'll. Uh, they'll definitely have something up their sleeve. I think yeah. the savvy operator, Dean Richards. So I think they'll. They'll definitely uh, have something waiting for sale. Yeah, I just yeah. think Newcastle are going to come off that a, a bit a big. Uh, momentum drive off of what happened last weekend and just keep that going. And yeah. they just, I think they're going to, it's going to be a close game. It's not going to be massive score, scoring in the yeah. teens. In the teens. Definitely. And Dom. Hang on, what was your so, score, Dom? What was your I, said, I said Newcastle by three. Oh, um, that close. Three. Love that. Right. Um, Saturday, Northampton Harlequins. Let's be nice. We've got Gustav hopefully coming on the show soon, so don't upset him. <laughs> um, it's gonna be, oh, it's, it's tough ones. I think Quint. These are tough. I think Quint Kunz, like certainly, you know, the last, you know, a few games have, have looked stronger. I, I would say, not be by much though. I say Quinn's by five. Yeah, I think it could be a tight one for me. I, I think they're both flirting with inconsistency. So, uh, is that Northampton? Yep, and Northampton. Well, I think, yeah, that's, that's Pinto I'm choosing. Yeah, I reckon between, yeah, Northampton by three or five, I reckon. Yeah. I think, yeah. Close one. Saints by three. The potential 2,000 of uh, Franklin's Gardens will be rocking them. So yeah, uh, <laughs> I think I think Quinns will win by seven. Nice. I'm done. Bristol, Worcester. Bristol. Yeah, <laughs> I did yeah, Bristol, Bristol. Bristol by this 15. is a, this is a good one. Gloucester Wasps. Well, I would say Gloucester, obviously. Got a got a match boys. Got a match boys. Wasps by fifteen. Yeah, I think Wasps are on such a high. I think they'll 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 be by ten. I think Wasps will win. Right. Yeah. And I say Wasps Wasps by seven. Exit Bath. Exit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm gonna say Bath, but yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I'm gonna I, say think, Bath. I don't know. You know, if we turn it on, you know, I think Bath, but. I, I think Exeter's team will be a bit too strong because of the, the England players that are away with from Bath. So, mm. Exeter, um, Exeter are going to do it. I'm going to go mm. Exeter by like 10 on this one. Yeah. I'd say 10. Well, I can't go say by 12. I'm going to go Bath by 5. Bath by Ooh. 5. Nice. And then, <laughs> London Irish Leicester. 
Leicester. Yeah, I'm reformed from last week. They, you know, I reckon yeah, that's 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 so. on, beat them by by ten again. It's not going to be massive score difference, I don't think. But I think Richard Wigglesworth making will make such a big difference for Leicester. Mm. Yeah, I really like him. He's yeah. still at what thirty? Think he's thirty-seven. I don't want to annoy. I think he's thirty-eight. Isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he, um, yeah, he's just such a. Smart player, keeps himself in really good condition, fit. Um, I reckon he'll get them ticking. Yeah. I think they'll left, left by 10, 12. Left by yeah, 10, 12. Yeah, less by 15. They're just, uh, I think, as I said, it's going to be Irish worst of fighting for that bottom bottom spot. So I don't think there's going to be many times that Irish are going to be in that forefront. So, yeah, they're still going to just put a, put a few on them. Mm. Less by seven. All Nations Cup, then Wales, England. At Millennium Stadium, 4 p.m. on a Saturday. Is that what's the name? Is that Party Scarlets, isn't it? So it's oh yeah, it is. Yeah, really like open and which is uh, England. I think it'll, I don't think it'll be an exciting game. Mm. I think England will have enough. I think England are a, a rolling machine at the moment. So I think they'll they'll. Mm. I think they'll I win. Think what I'm yeah. most excited about this game is is that pack. If you look at the back three and what they've got, they've got. So is it Simmons, Villapola, Curry to start? And then if you if you think about swapping Willis on for Villapola and sticking Sim, uh, Simmons at, at eight, that's that 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 last forty minute that that's that last uh, forty minutes twenty minutes is just going to be an absolute killer. Mm, and yeah. I think it's that pack and it's that kind of versatility in that running game that they're going to get from that. Wales aren't going to even get out of the blocks as soon as that ball's picked up at nine. You've got those three coming after you. You're going nowhere. So I think it's going to be a big. I think we. I think we're on run a run a good form. So I'm going to say England by fifteen. Yeah, I'd say I'd by agree. 15, 20, 20 yeah. or so. We just got yeah. too much at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Next one, uh, Neil. Just check on your knowledge. Scotland, Fiji. Score predictions it's, on that. That's uh, going to be called off again. Oh, he has read the news. I'm going to say twenty-eight nil for Scotland. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Bonus point for you. Bang on score. France, <laughs> Italy. Uh, France by 12 for me. Yeah. By 20. By 20. Yeah, by 20, yeah. I think yeah. they'll put 20 on easily. I'm going, I'm going to say 30 on them. They're just going to absolutely mm. destroy them. 30, blimey. Okay, and then let's wrap it up on Sunday. Ireland, Georgia. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Ireland, look, uh, yeah. Ireland obviously going to win. I think yeah, it's close. I don't think they've got the pack to front them though, so that's going to be an oh. interesting one. Thing is with Georgia though, they're blowing after, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying I'm any fitter than any of them. But <laughs> you know, they're noticeably hands on their knees after a heavy 50 minutes. They haven't mm. really got the bench to come on like Arnold would. Mm. So I think this whole massive hype about the Georgia's pack is—I mean, I don't think it's that that truthful. I think yeah, they've got some big units. They just don't want to, at the end of the day, once you've taken four or five massive hits, whether they've changed their pack or not, you don't want to run back into them. And you and you're always gonna second guess straight afterwards. That's what that's what they do. They may be blowing, but you look at no, them no. and you just go, Oh shit, I've got to run back in a win. Fuck that. Bit of a myth, but, bit of a myth that one for me, if I'm if I'm honest, but we'll agree to disagree. No blokes too yeah. big for Dolphin too. 
True story. True story. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Ireland by like twenty twenty three. Yeah. yeah, easily. I agree with that. Yeah. Perfect. Well, apart from that, that's all the fixtures round up. Anyone watch the Dan Leo documentary? Got released this week. Last week. Yeah. Uh, I watched the preview, um, but I'm going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> No. Have you watched yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I watched it. It's oh mate, it's insane. Like the head is he's doing like, some yeah. really good stuff there, mate. Dan Lee, he's sure. doing such good stuff. Well, yeah, we tried to get him on because we had um, Mapasua on last season, okay. and he was talking about all this. But I didn't realise how sort of you know corrupt and serious it was. Like oh. the, you know, head of the country is the head of the rugby union as well. Yeah, he just takes all the money. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, it's just insane and. You know, they were talking about, I don't want to ruin it for anyone who's not seen it, but, you know, 14, 15-year-old kids signing for Japan, you know, in effect, some signing to say they won't play for Samoa, Tonga, and that they'll come over to go over to New Zealand. They take the best 40 players at the end of each season. So, yeah, yeah it's insane. Yeah. Have a walk yes. Um, yeah, we will... Do, do, you know, do, you know, do you know, Dan... Dom, have you have you No, I'm not supposed to Dan. I've been trying to get in contact with him, but I mean I, I imagine can, he's a busy man at the moment. Yeah, I, I can drop a message if you want. Yeah, I know him definitely. pretty well if you want. I can uh No, we're no, not we don't want him anymore. He's, he's ignored Dom that much. We don't want him. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd be great. Neil, I believe you've got some scenarios you're I have I wanted to touch on a couple of other things first. Um, oh, fucking we, hell. We He's got his own content. Touched on it briefly earlier. Um, return the fans to stadiums. Obviously, we only just briefly touched on it at the very yeah. start. What are your thoughts on it, Alex? Do you think 4,000 is enough? I mean, it's certainly enough for Bath and, you know, a few of the other clubs. In all seriousness, do you think the government have gone far enough with that? Do you think that's a, a good step? Or, or I think it's a, it's a great. I think it's a great step, and you know, I think they're obviously going to tread cautiously. You know, they, they're yep. going to have to um, and see what happens off the back of it. But for clubs, I think it's massive. Like just the revenue it will bring behind. Yep. You know, if, I'm not sure if they drink, but you know, if they ban the bar or whatever. Yeah, it's going to bring so much more revenue. Um, is it the same for the championship? I think it's the same, isn't it? We've, 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 they're allowed a certain amount of fans. Hopefully, yeah. But I, I think it'll be massive, and it's a great step. I think with football, it's the same. They're allowing a couple of thousand in at the weekend. I know down at Brighton they are. Yeah, um, and hopefully, hopefully, like January time, below championship, I think they're. Potentially allowing like 600 fans come into like amateur rugby, which would be again massive for revenue for clubs to keep them afloat, yep. really, and alive. So I think it's awesome. And yeah, I'd definitely, if I could, go and watch 100%. You must yeah. be able to a couple of freebies at Bath, surely. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not in Bath at the moment, I'm living down in um Sussex at the moment. So oh, uh, we've just, just bought a house. Well, I'm living in Sussex with my wife's parents, but we just bought a house in Tunbridge Wells, which is tier three, so I think we're going to leave it for a little bit. Stay out of the Yeah. And another thing I wanted to touch on, um, we um, obviously, you know, you're a friend of the show, you were on before. Um, you've got your own kicking company. 
uh, where you obviously you know coach and kick and things like that. We had a yeah. giveaway where one of our you know subscribers uh, obviously oh, was yeah. to, to have a have a lesson with yourself, and he absolutely loved it by all accounts. And tell us a little bit about that, mate. How's that going? Is it you know is that I'm a, I'm a it's stupid going, um, on it, but yeah. So it, it it was restricted obviously by COVID and what I could do, and um, but it's actually really busy, um, which is great. Uh, mm. I love it. It's um, my clients are pretty big and bigger mm-hmm. help. Um, a lot of the bath boys, you know, I didn't really approach the bath lads to, and I didn't ask them, or oh, can you come and, you know, do a bit of coaching to sell my sort of thing? You know, I think yeah. Reese Preeson just messaged me about, oh, hey, mate, I done got a bit of a calf niggle. I'm sort of off the conditioner at bath. Like, can we book eight sessions in? I want to work on this, this, and this. Awesome. Um, which was which was amazing. Um, yes. And then off the back of that, like I did a fair bit with like Tom de Glanville, Orlando Bailey when I was up at Bath anyway, privately, just off my own back. And then a um, bit with Will Chudley, do a lot of the nines, um, Charlie Yules. Like it is, it's really busy. And off the back of that, and obviously posting it, then it just picks up followers and business. So it's um, it's been it's been awesome because it's a bit of a transition from full time rugby to now coaching full-time in a school in like a private school Hurst Pierpoint College um yeah. my hours are flexible there so it does still allow me to um you know coach clients and stuff I had one this morning I got two tomorrow morning so it's right. um it's good it's just um it's unusual uh, I don't feel too comfortable speaking to the camera and promoting right. myself I'd rather just put a video up but yeah, yeah. I've spoke to quite a few um people who have got all these big followings and I've asked them for, you know, ideas and tips and advice and mm. it's pretty much all come back to if you just got to post more videos, speak to people so people can relate. And so I'm just sort of doing that at the moment. So I've posted a few videos, which yeah. are a bit suspect. And stuff well, like obviously that. it helps that you've joined the massive, massive global brand of So it's just going to say- rocket from there. Um, oh, did you say Charlie Hughes yeah. was uh, doing kicking? No skills. I don't just do kicking. It's oh, skills as well. No, no, no. So I actually had um, so Charlie, Ross Batty, Tom Ellis, and Alex Duke come down, and we um, it was really good. We had a good skill session. Work on some three and twos, um, just a little bit like that. Really, more specific for their position, which um, I really like that. You know, doing that sort of stuff, like, especially when boys come with a plan. So Reese obviously came with. Uh, you know, a definite plan, and um, you know, he then ended up getting golden boot. Not that I had much to do with it, but what was uh, your uh, yeah, what was your on that? No, no, no. He, he's um, he's actually a really good man, and uh, yeah, I didn't get I didn't get a bonus. He gave me a shout out. I think so that's about it. That's which, which, uh, which forward when you were at Bath had the best uh, best boot? Toby Fowler. Really, back back. Wow. He could play. He could play ten, twelve, thirteen. Wow. Oh, a bit like me then, really. His skill set is just—it just looks so nice. It comes so natural. Mm-hmm. Really, really talented. He could. He could. He could kick easily. He'd stay out with me and Reese and Fred and would catch high balls and kick them back, and they'd just be—I wouldn't have to move. Yeah. Wow. It was awesome. Awesome. 
Don't play. Go on, right. Then. Well, I do have a couple of uh, scenario questions tonight. And as Alex, you are now sort of joining the team, it's unfair to just ask you. So, JK and Don, you're getting oh, involved. Um, right. Um, so, here's the first scenario. I'm just going to say it as if it's, it's, it's through each of you, but we'll have a separate answer. So, you're England captain, uh, sorry, England manager. Uh, you're Eddie Jones, if you like. Um, and unfortunately, COVID's hit. Now, the, R, the world RFU's come up to you and, uh, and asked for advice. Due to COVID, they need to lose two separate positions from the rugby pitch. Which two do you lose and why? JK, you're looking very confused. <laughs> I'm not confused. I'm just trying to think of which ones are working. You need help with what positions go where? No, that would be you, Neil. I mean, that is rich coming from you there, pal. <laughs> I told you that. Well, that's why I bring to the team. That's why I bring to the team. I've, I've had the unique position of coming from Booker to Sanko. Really bad so, rugby knowledge. Pull back. I just um, love the terminology lose. world RFU. As yeah, I'm just made that up. It's a new word. It's a new word. <laughs> that organisation even exists. See, I, I'd probably lose one of the wings and one of the flankers because it's exactly just Exactly what I was going to say. Just right. that easy. you can technically your fifteen can cover both wings, or you can do the, the, the pendulum will work in that sense on the back in, in your back three. I, mean, I was going to say I was going to say eight and fifteen. I want to see some more kicks over the top. Oh, <laughs> like that, Dom. Yeah, bit yeah. of variety. Okay, yeah. and um, you've been asked to uh, introduce a game, uh, introduce a new law to promote attacking rugby. What do you introduce? <laughs> what would you introduce? What would you? Yeah. Huh. Now, obviously, we've got. I, I've got one. You go off the back of uh, a Johnny May try. If uh, if you score from your own twenty-two, you get two bonus points. Go an American style. Oh yeah, you yeah. score like that. twenty-two like he's done. You get two yeah. bonus points. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, just you mean, you mean less less kicking from your own twenty-two. You're more inclined to run it if you see the uh, see the gap, and you just. Go, yeah, yeah. But actually, that's a good one. Fair play, mm. JK. He's actually um, <laughs> I think I can be smart. So we have to have three, three or four fallbacks. Um, just then the front line would be left, so you probably mm. see a bit more attack and rugby, or the attacking side could have one person offside. Oh, oh. I like they that. do that. Really. Yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. And well, one more. Excellent. I'm going to stand on the try line. Yeah. <laughs> right. And one more England based question then. Uh, so, once again, you're England manager um, and you like the look of someone on another nation's team. Now, you're allowed to take this player. You've got to pick which player you take, but you have to replace them. Like another player going the other way has to be what you perceive the best position, best player in that position for England. Who would you swap? Who who do you really think what? could improve the England team? Like in terms of what player, if you were England manager, is there a player on another in another nation you think, well, like I wish he was English or? Bloody hell! Hmm. I never think these out very well. By the way, these are just you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I would Can like play? Dupont from France. Yeah, I'd quite like Dupont from France. Who would you lose from England, though? 
I feel half shame some of it, really, man. Um, That's fair enough. Young... Oh, actually, no, Willie, Willie, Willie Hines. Willie Hines. Willie Hines is great. <laughs> are, we going, are we going currently playing or? Oh, yeah. Can we have former players? Uh, if you, well, uh, if you could bring him yeah, out, why, him why out not? Time. So I, I, I'd, I'd snap up Israel Dag. Yeah, Israel Dag. Yeah, so that's the one thing that England needed is fifteen or a decent fifteen and a and a set fifteen. I think Israel Dag would be an absolute legend. Uh, but then mm. I'd have to give up one of the back three. Um, fuck that one. That one's hard. <laughs> Who would I give up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think with Dupont and Sam Willie Hines. I'd have to kick out Watson. You say we're done. Yeah. Watson, yeah. Watson for Dag. Ooh. Watson for Dag? Ooh. Oh, no way. Jesus oh, Christ. It's outrageous. Yeah, but then I think... Right, I would I would bring back... Quay, well, I'd bring Quay Cooper in. I'm a massive fan of Quay Cooper. Nice. And it's a travesty <laughs> what happened to him in the I Reds. <laughs> yeah. And, I don't know. Yeah, probably four to go. Ford. <laughs> oh, it's tough saying that. Know, next part, so you've, I think you've, you've swapped someone so consistent to someone who can be. Yeah, but he's got he's he's yeah, he's got some flair. This is oh, why. Yeah, don't, don't, get, don't get me wrong. If you're gonna do that, you might as well bring Cipriani back in. That is for me this week. I'll put some more work in. I'm not weird enough. Yeah, I like that. Must yeah, try harder. Yeah, must try harder. Right? I was always told that at school <laughs> <laughs> when I turned up. But no, uh, yeah, well, it's been a pleasure having you on again, Alex. Thank you very much. No, We're going to have you on it, you know, more regularly going forward. Yeah, yeah um, definitely. Yeah. And, six, uh, yeah. Six, of us, six of us now? Seven? Six? I don't know. Six. Too many. We'll yeah. start cutting, start cutting, well, start cutting some faces now. Yeah, as I say, by the, by the end of it, it'd just be us on the sideline. You boys take it over, like Alex, you and <laughs> you and the other lads. The Alex Davies, there'd be Peter Bracken. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, if I was to get Peter Bracken in, yeah. We anyway, we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up there before we offend anyone else. So, yeah, <laughs> thank you very much for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next week. <laughs>